0: Stream the new Hulu Original Limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds.
1: Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? Right.
0: It's time for the Horror Hangout Podcast.
1: Welcome to the Horror Hangout, a podcast where two bearded film fans watch the 50 best horror movies ever and talk about them. My name is Luke condor
2: with a k and I'm joined by... Ben Arrington, Mr. Ben. How's it going? Mr. Mr. Ben? ben. I'm good, Mr. Luke. Thank you very how much. A devil, how, how the devil are you?
1: Been pretty good. This is a weird time because it's not as late as normal, and it's not as early as that one one we did.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's a confusing time for everybody involved. Yeah,
1: yeah. and I've, did the clocks go back? I got up this morning and it was dark again.
2: Uh, no, 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 they haven't gone back. I think so I think maybe they did in America. How, yeah.
1: How can the time be different in America? Like...
2: I don't know time time zones, man. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, it happens at a different time in America. Oh. But, uh, yeah, they, no, they haven't gone back yet. Uh, soon okay, or something. Yeah. Actually, I, I say soon, but I never know. Whenever it happens, it's always a, a huge surprise to me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, clocks to yeah. going back
2: this Sunday. I always go, what? That's why I was confused no
1: Because I think uh, I saw an American tweet about it, maybe, and then this morning it was darker than it has been, and I was like, oh, the clocks have obviously gone back now. <laughs>
2: yeah. I couldn't live my life like that not knowing. I'd want to yeah. be in control of knowing if the clocks have gone back because iPhones and stuff like that, I always, do just the clocks have yeah. gone back. Automatically, yeah. so the clock the clock's gonna come back ten times. I wouldn't have known. Yeah, yeah. I don't like living in this world.
1: Yeah. No, I, I like it. Anyway. <laughs> um, so last week we talked about the Devil Rides Out, the classic Hammer horror film, and tonight we are discussing uh, the nineteen forty two RKO classic Cat People. So what the hell is Cat People, Ben?
2: I feel like we should have worn like uh, cat ears and possibly drawn some whiskers on our face I've for got this some, Cat People. I've got some cat ears somewhere they belong where to. Are, if, are they in are, can you grab them right now because if not um, <laughs> that that would be perfect I don't know where they are um, oh man I, I've, <laughs> I've got a cat somewhere uh, alright he might he might that's pop good. up later yeah that's good that that would be that would be that would be interesting hopefully some meows will happen now and again I'd like that but shall I tell you a little bit about cat people
1: yes please I could put some meows like, in in posts in the edit
2: yeah do lo- loads of meows like we're surrounded by cats while we're doing it that'd be good <laughs>
1: we have got to talk louder, then, as if you're talking over like a, an annoying amount of cats meowing.
2: Oh, shut up, you lot. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Okay. So, Cat People is a 1942 horror film produced by Val Luton and directed by Jacques Tournier. I'll probably butcher in these names. DeWitt Bodine wrote the original screenplay, which was um, based on Val New- uh, Luton's short story, The Bagita," the published in 1930. The film stars uh, Simone Simon, Kent Smith, Jane Randolph and Tom Conway. And a uh, brief synopsis here. An American man marries a Serbian immigrant who fears that she will turn into the cat person of her homeland's fables if they are intimate together. That is quite a short synopsis, but uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll get into it.
1: So this is what the clever folks over at... Empire Magazine said.
2: Oh so, oh, so you're calling them clever folks
1: then? I thought been so derogative to them recently. They, they've been they've been up, they've been upgraded <laughs> to clever folks. Yeah, to those clever people. Um, so with Universal knocking out horror films like There Was No Tomorrow, RKO tasked producer Val Luton with creating some similar action. The results were not what the studio expected. Far from the monster mash they'd asked for, Cat People, directed by Jacques Tournier, so that's why i'll go that's why i'll go for it um opted for Shucks. more psychological chills and a still surprising concept centered on a woman who's afraid to consummate her marriage because of her belief that sexual climax was her into a panther paul schrader's 80s remake took full advantage of the modern potential for effects and erotica but tournier's more subtle scares are all about stalking in shadows um rotten tomatoes gave it 93 percent fresh it's very fresh very old. Uh, that's inc- that's incredibly fresh. 90 yeah, percent yeah. fresh. Metacritic gave it wow. 7- seven point four percent, and um, Roger Ebert uh, gave it four. That's because he does stuff out of four. So it's four out of four. Um, we asked the uh, the people in the um, that's just the way it does it. Um, so we asked people in in a little Facebook group, uh, the Horror Hangout Board of Advisors, and Thomas Smith said um, he. So last last week we we did Devil Rides Out and. Um, We thought it was well. I thought it was good. Ben didn't like it so much. Um, uh, Thomas Smith said, um, "I reckon you might possibly enjoy this one more than Devil's Ride's out, uh, despite its age. It definitely focuses a lot more on character and atmosphere, and so even the scares, even if the scares are dated, you're still more invested than something like the Hammer films." Um, And I think that's true. I think it was
2: good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was, I was pretty, I was pretty into it. I think throughout. Uh, pretty invested, as as he said, pretty invested in the characters. Yeah. Um, it kind of felt quite genuine. You kind of felt that you could understand the trials and tribulations of sort of all of the characters involved, uh, it, it, particularly sort of the main character. Yeah, um, yeah. What's, what's what's so? Arena. What are you got to talk about the well uh, arena.
1: Well, uh, so I've got some background information. I figured this would be, um, um. Uh, David tweeted us to say that we, we're not doing enough like research, so I thought I'd do a little bit of background information. Um, so, this film came in the wake of Citizen Kane, which was a financial disaster for RKO. Uh, so, they needed some money. I mean, Citizen Kane obviously is like, you know, it's one of the, I think, pretty much the greatest film of all time now. Uh, but back then, it didn't do too well um, financially. So, they were in a hole, and they asked producer Val Luton who was also a journalist, novelist, and poet, and also had a phobia of cats, funnily enough, um, to make a film based off of the title alone. Um, And they gave him $150,000 for for these films he was going to make. And Cat People brought in $4 million, saved the company, um, pretty much became the model for uh, a whole slew of horror films uh, in a similar sort of vein. So they just just made them based on these titles um, with... Similar budgets, similar locations, and that kind of thing, um, and yeah, I, I thought it was great. I think um, I think you're right. I think that's, those.
2: Go on. Is that quite a low budget for like a film of this magnitude in this era? It does seem like quite a low budget, uh, even for those days. I don't.
1: Yeah, I don't know. well, when, Thomas, when uh, Thomas said it was made for hundred fifty thousand dollars, I was like, that's was that not a lot of money back then? Like, I've kind of confused as to what. Would make a lot of money back then, but <laughs> but judging by the fact that people say it was only made for hundred fifty thousand dollars, I'm assuming it wasn't <laughs> a lot of money. <laughs> <at all. laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm a bit confused by that, but it still sounds like not a lot for back then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I mean, it wasn't. So I think what
1: there's um, one in terms of uh, locations. There's the zoo. There's the house. The, like the um, yeah, uh, br- the brownstone place. swimming pool. Uh restaurant, cafe type place and the architect's office in like five locations. And these locations Yeah, the,
2: there are a few like sort of street scenes, aren't there?
1: Yes, sorry, yeah, so... there's the, yeah. There's a, is that just the outside of the zoo? For some reason I had it in my mind that it was like alongside
2: the yeah, zoo. Yeah, I don't uh, know. Yeah, well, cause yeah, possibly. Possibly. I don't think it's clear at that yeah,
1: point. Yeah. If it, its not really, I've just made that sort of assumption. Um Yeah, so have you seen this before?
2: No. No, no, no. I have not seen cat people before, unfortunately. The people about the eighties remake. No, no, I haven't seen that either. Um, I didn't even realise that this had been remade either until I was doing a little bit of research into the film. Uh so it was like nineteen eighty two remake, yeah. wasn't it? I imagine from seeing the, just the poster alone, I didn't watch a trailer or anything. I imagine they've sexed it right up. It looked quite sexy. I- it's
1: quite a sexy poster.
2: <laughs> it, it looks ever so sexy. It's like yeah. a woman, she's all She's just like just coming out of the bath or something. I don't know, but she looks she looks a bit feline, doesn't she? She looks yeah, a bit feline yeah. a little bit. Uh, but yeah, so they've obviously sexed it right up. Yeah, so this is a <laughs> the nineteen forties version
1: is sort of uh, a not so sexy version of it.
2: Um, but like, oh, I, found, I, find sexy, <laughs> I find I find it plenty sexy, man. Um, I find it plenty sexy. I
1: mean, so initial four. So when I watch this, like I. Watch this, and I I kind of feel like there's a lot of films, like mumblecore films, that are trying to like ape this style. So it doesn't really feel that dated in a way. Like I think of like Francis Ha and some of those, um, like more yeah. in- independent films, and they they do this sort of um, black or white, um, very chilled sort of relaxed style uh, of of acting, and and it didn't seem that dated to me. Not really. No, no, I don't
2: think it did. I mean, obviously, it's obviously influenced a lot of modern cinema so greatly not just horror stuff but obviously just like thrillers and everything yeah. has influenced it so greatly not just this film but obviously other films from probably that era but uh it doesn't seem dated because a lot of these practices and a lot of these sort of the style of things that are happening
1: hmm.
2: you're kind of you're already you feel very familiar with yeah, yeah. very 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 familiar sometimes in that sense of dread and that sense of tension and when everything kind of goes quiet
1: yeah
2: you're kind of yeah. expecting something and that was quite Interesting to witness of a film of this sort of this sort of era because there's like the the
1: constraint like budget constraints they couldn't do those special effects type stuff that we'd watch now and go that's that's very very dated um
2: a lot a lot of a lot of what you see in terms of the uh horror elements or the strange happenings do happen either either happen off screen or what we do what we do kind of get to see is so minimal that it's kind of doesn't really feel like a, it's almost like you're like, is that a special effect or is that just my eyes playing tricks on me? Yeah, like most of it, is, it, is it
1: just a film like stuck or something? Like there's a yeah. few moments where was like, Oh, that's, was that a shadow moving or is that?
2: Yeah. Like you kind of become accustomed to like, if you see, cause there are a lot, a lot of use of like shadows of say either a transformation or like just the cat or the panther. Mm. um, being somewhere and then you'd see, okay, you kind of half expect to see like a perfect shadow of like a cat like coming down the stairs or a perfect yeah, shadow of a yeah, cat, yeah. but it's almost like you can't really see what it is. It's just like a shadow, like someone slung a bag of potatoes down the down the stairs or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just kind of, you kind of just see like a, a quick like flash of something.
1: Yeah. Um, so let me ask you a question. Did you think this was a straight up horror film? So not, we've talked about this a bit in the these films. A lot of them haven't
2: really been straight up horror. I wasn't really sure. Um, I, guess, I guess no, because from what I'd said, I think before we went into it, I, I did a little bit of research, looked into, um, so, so I think I saw like a brief trailer, and then I saw a few things, so I kind of get yeah. the gist of what it is, because it is kind of like a, it's a bit of a psychological one. Again, uh, Yeah. not a straight-up horror. I mean, there's absolutely no, uh, well, there's no gore, or there's no, like, death, yeah. or is there? Oh, there yeah, is. There
1: is. Yeah, yeah, at the end. I, but I know what you mean. I think it's got a, sort of like the horror uh, concept in a way, um, more like a dark fantasy concept, but it's very much like a psychological thriller to me. Um, And I thought it was really cool. I really liked it. Um, So in terms of the key players, uh, we've got Simone Simon as Irina Dubrovna Reed, who's a Serbian immigrant. She's like the main woman. She's the woman who uh, believes she's... Descended from, I think they call them uh, Mama Mamma, Mama or something like that. Who are the this tribe of people who turned into cats. Um, yeah,
2: The actor, the actor is the actua- the not Serbian. She's French. Is that, is that that's right? right. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, and she's, I thought she was good, very good in this role. Yeah,
2: yeah. I liked her. It was almost like um, she was quite vulnerable. Yeah, but there was there was something a little bit sinister because she was she seemed very vulnerable and very sort of delicate for a long time. Yeah. And then and it was only sort of like as we got towards the end you started to see the the sort of sort of sinister nature, which kinda of manifested itself initially as like a jealousy type thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um Green eye
2: monster, eh? <laughs> Green eye <old laughs> monster coming out.
1: I think the fact that she obviously had a pretty strong foreign accent and she didn't like to be touched and and all this kind of she it
2: she was very isolated and like um it did very much feel Luke, your headphones have changed like Pretty much immediately. I mean, that was that was crazy. What happened there? You've got hungry ears. <laughs> hungry ears.
1: I don't even know what I was saying then. Uh, so, so, other main characters. We got uh, Kent Smith as Oliver Reed, who's like this idealized husband. Um, <laughs>
2: like... His name's Oliver Reed. Oh, you oh, said that a few times. <laughs> I was like, really? Is your character's name Oliver Reed? Well, I guess it came before isn't it because yeah. at this point, oh, at this point, Oliver Reed. It was four years old, so uh, they kind of. Okay. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, it's a good point. Um, so he's this very like uh, like a sort of the perfect husband character.
2: Like yeah, at one at one point he even calls himself a good old fashioned americano.
1: That's the thing. That's yeah. exactly the right uh, this, this, and this, this, this and, this this was and it was
2: like um, I I salivated at that particular moment, thinking I'd love a, <laughs> love, a love a love a coffee yeah. at that particular <laughs> that particular time. I'd love a good old other. fashioned. I love an Oliver Reed Americana. Yeah, but yeah, he's like he's like the the sort of yeah. He says at one point in the scene that he's never been unhappy. Everything's kind oh, of been fine. Yeah, yeah. He says yeah. He sort of says um, my childhood I've was never swell. really
1: been unhappy. I don't think.
2: And then uh, yeah. and then and now he's unhappy. So you're like, come on, mate. Get in the real world, Oliver Reed. Get in the real world. It's getting a lot more difficult from here on out. I think I'll uh, cheat on my wife. <laughs> That's like his first. Hey, hey, today. hey! I think I cheat on my. I think I on my wife. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I also noticed that this was. I, is it strange for things like infidelity and divorce to be discussed in like films in the forties? Because I always thought it was. It was strange for that to be. Yeah. Quite. Because it was. It was sort of. It was sort of addressed. Like they talked about annulling... Uh, divorcing and then kind of not really—he didn't really cheat on his wife, but it was more like he was leaving his wife for somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, but,
1: well, I mean, um, I, I do think this is this is set in New York, right? So I do think maybe they were a bit more open to so that kind of thing over there. But like, I, I do agree. I think doing this, divorcing her, would have put her in a more difficult position as being, um. Well, I know in England it was always seen as like a, a terrible thing. You seem like as a spinstress or like a, a catwoman. Yeah. Maybe that's that's what I was going for.
2: Yeah. Catwoman. This is basically the prequel to the uh Halle Berry Catwoman standalone <laughs> movie. Um yeah. Where you just forgot about it. Batman Returns and said, Look, eventually she ended up. Do you know what I've never actually seen that? Halle Berry I have. Uh, as it's, Catwoman.
1: I have. I've good. seen some like it's weird really clips good. of
2: it where she's like playing basketball.
1: It's such a weird film. Like, it's so tonally not in the Batman universe. Like, it's, it's. I I don't even know what they were trying to do with it, but um, yeah, don't watch that I, one.
2: Uh, well, I might do. I like I like watching awful stuff, so uh, you know, yeah. maybe one day I'll get round to it. Yeah. Uh.
1: So and then we have got Alice uh, Jane Randolph as Alice Moore, who's like the bunny boiler. Uh, she's like the other option. So when Oliver um starts to his marriage isn't working and he's unhappy he starts to confide in his colleague at work
2: yeah um, i don't know if she did come across to, to me i don't know if she come across too much like a bunny bo- bunny boiler she was a bit more like uh
1: well i'm I thinking know, like she- a 1940s bunny boiler because she just says i love you do not she like she uh just drops that in there she be i think she says that because she knows he's unhappy because I'm, I'm sure it might mm-hmm. even be the same scene
2: yeah, I think it might be. Where do they work? I was confused as to where they work, like uh, architects. Architects, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think I kind of missed where they worked. It's in a little office. Yeah,
1: I just saw them drawing <laughs> pictures, like doodling lines and stuff. Before. Just bloody it's doodling, aren't they? Doodling. <laughs> it's New York, doodling, probably an architect. They've got rulers. <laughs> 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 um, and then the only other real uh, character, I mean, there's a few more, but the only other character of note, I think is uh, Tom Conway, is Dr. Lewis Judd. He's a sort of um uh old fashioned um psychiatrist we we me and cat we were like is there? we're the psychiatrist back then? was that like a thing but I guess it must have been
2: yeah psychiatrists who eventually try to take advantage of their vulnerable patients <laughs> and uh he also had a sword right yeah
1: it had a sword <laughs> hidden in his uh, walking
2: stick I wouldn't trust this guy right I wouldn't trust this guy if i walked if I walked in and I was like hey dear mate, gonna do a bit of psychiatry on me." Is that a sword you got there? I'm out. <laughs> See you later. See you later.
1: And uh, I don't know what to say about him, really. Other than um, he sort of... I don't know. He's, what did he do? Did he do anything? Other he, was than... lo-
2: he was a lovely mustachioed gent. I think That's... he seemed like he was trying to help... Um, Oliver. Or, yeah. Yeah. Um, but also, um, I, I, Irina, he was also trying to help her. It seemed like at the start, at least. But then eventually... And then obviously he did kind of give some advice that um, where Oliver Oliver Reed said, "I can't divorce Irina, not while she's in a terrible mental state, because apparently it's, you said it's like illegal, or you can't do it or something." Uh, yeah, so um,
1: once you're, once she's in like a, a mentally handicapped state or diagnosed as such, you can't just divorce them then. Like um,
2: this is good to know for a future reference. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't don't leave me.
1: Yeah, because like, you're only divorcing them because of their um, disability, which, I mean, mm. I I guess it's up to them they want to do that, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, can so, do now,
2: can you? you can do it now, can't you? You could do it left, right, and centre now.
1: Yeah, people are always getting divorced, aren't they? Um, so, the story. Uh, we open in uh, Central Park Zoo, um, and Ser- arena uh, is... Um, Doodling pictures, actually, a very nice picture, very clean. Uh, looks like a tattoo. She's doodling pictures of the panther in the cage, and then, um, Oliver Reed pops over
2: says, How you you doing? What's he doing there? What is I want to know what Oliver Reed is doing there? Is he just walking around the zoo specifically to pick up women? Is that is that what he's he's doing? Is that his MO?
1: Where he just goes around the zoo looking for women, yeah. But is this is this the first person he married? Like, it's a very good pickup technique.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Or he, he might have like had lots and lots of other failed relationships from me, me and people at the zoo. Yeah. Prior to this, and yeah. this was like the only one. I thought, did you feel that their relationship moved quite quickly? Oh yeah. Even, yeah. Like, or, or do you feel like it was supposed to have taken place over the course of months or?
1: I think it probably did take place over the course of months, but I still thought it moved quickly because before like they even knew each other's name, I think he picked up her stuff <laughs> and like was like moving her like chair um, to help her sort of take it back to her house. And I was like, Oh
2: yeah. Are
1: you robbing that?
2: If you don't, if you don't know my name, get your hands off my chair. That's what I say.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No one's allowed to switch my chair
2: unless they, you know, buy me practiced. <laughs> 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 well, there we go. There yeah. we go. Yeah. So they kind of like fall in love from that point. Didn't they? Yeah. To go back to her house, she lives in a lovely
1: brownstone. Um,
2: it's a lovely place she's got.
1: Yeah, I was, thinking yeah. That. I was thinking. Oh yeah, like that is it? Lovely place. Yeah, there's a statue in there. She's got of I can't remember the guy's name, but it's like it's something like Sir John, or it's like a guy on a horseback with like a cat impaled on his sword, and he was meant. To, and she tells she tells Oliver goes, who the bloody hell is that? And then she says, uh, so this is the guy. He came to Serbia to to where her 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 hometown basically. Killed or, or uh, vanquished all of these Marmalukes, these cat people who were uh, satanist type characters. And um, is it that at that point does she think she's related to those cat people?
2: Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay, and then and then she sort of says something about it, and Oliver Reed is like, "Sounds like a load of old tripe." And she goes, "Just a bloody story, mate. Don't worry about it." Yeah. Um, but, clear, but clearly, she doesn't think it's a stupid story because she's obsessed. Thinking she's some sort of cat person,
1: yeah. And then she doesn't like. Uh, I think we just have like a bit of a a soft romance here. So it's, I think he goes and he he comes back and they. I'm trying to remember what the next scene is, but he get he gets her a pet. Yeah, so he gets her a kitten. Shoved in a shoebox. And the kitten doesn't like her. <laughs> oh, yeah, like it's, it's, it just takes it to work like it's his lunch or something. Yeah. And then it's just like a, a a kitten just stuck in this box,
2: squashed into a shoebox. He goes, I've got a present for you. It's a bloody kitten, and then don't like her. It comes out like that. <laughs> <laughs> Two fingers up, yeah. Just goes, <laughs> Yeah, how'd you like that?
1: Yeah, smokes a <laughs> cigarette and kicks a door in. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Just comes in, slaps gives her a backhand yeah. straight across the back of the head. She's like, Jesus.
1: <laughs> you ain't my real mother. Anyway, <laughs> so uh she uh, this kitten doesn't like her. Uh so they take it back to the pet shop. None of the animals in the pet shop like her. They're all suspicious of it. And um Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they get a canary. Uh yeah. and then that's it. She's got like a little canary as a pet. Um and then then it goes this is what this is what you you were saying, so it goes very quickly. All of a sudden, he asks to marry her.
2: Yeah. He's having a little sleep, and then she he wakes up, and she's been watching him. She's like, I've been watching you sleep. Creepy. That's um, what then... cats
1: do, though. That's what cats do. <laughs> they, do they? Uh, well, Oscar does. Like, um, sometimes I <sighs> just wake up, there's a window sill next to my bed, and he's just staring at me. <laughs> but...
2: <laughs> and then you just shove him in a shoebox and take it to work. <laughs> Come on, Oscar. Um, yeah, so then she, they ask, ask her to marry him. Uh bearing in mind, obviously, come on, I'm not gonna judge relationships like this. Yeah but uh, bear bearing in mind, I mean they've not been intimate with each other. He even says at one point that he hasn't kissed her. He hasn't given her the old uh, bit of the old tonsil hockeys and none none of that. And have he's they, already have convinced. they even held hands? I don't think so. I dunno. Couldn't couldn't tell you. Couldn't yeah. tell you. Have they have they held hands? What have they done? Have yeah. they spooned? Have they spooned even once? Do they share, they did they share, to, did they share the same it. bed? Do they yeah, share the same bed. <laughs> I they just know. I don't know. Already, it's like they're already. It's already. It's bad. Yeah. I just already know this is going to end up in divorce, guys.
1: Yeah, Are you saying you wouldn't marry someone unless you spooned him first?
2: Unless I've done quite a lot of things, mate. Unless, unless <laughs> I've done quite a lot of things. No, no. I think spooning that's the. You know, we've got we got to know if we're compatible. Compatible if your shapes fit together. Like, yeah, because you got you don't yeah. want to feel like Yoda on Luke Skywalker's back when you when you <laughs> when you spooning somebody.
1: Yeah,
2: and I got to be the big spoon. Like if someone goes, I want to be the big spoon, I want to say no, this ain't yeah. happening. Because it just just feels wrong.
1: If they had uh, done the spoon test, and then he woke up in the middle of the night with her purring, like poddling his uh, his chest, and like. <laughs> Just like like curled up onto his belly. he'd be like, "No, yeah, you are a cat person."
2: He'd be like, "I like it." He'd be like, "Yeah, I quite like it." <laughs> yeah, she didn't. She didn't. At this point, she's not doing very many catty things. Like, she's not. She's not like run out the curtains or something. Oh, yeah, it's in the litter <laughs> tray in the corner.
0: <laughs> like... In the
2: litter in the litter tray in the corner. What are you? What are you, what are you doing over there? <laughs> just just going to the toilet I mean, in the litter tray. <laughs> ah, right, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, I, <laughs> uh, I
1: thought she was kind of cat-like. I think, um, I don't know if it's just the, the way they did her hair and her face and stuff and the way she sort of moved. Maybe not so much cat-like, but um, extremely sort of effeminate and uh, sort of uh, yeah, almost like Like whereas Oliver was much more normal.
2: Yeah, it wasn't like, it didn't like smash you in the face, like she didn't just like hiss at something or just like... Uh,
1: yeah, it wasn't over the top like that, yeah.
2: Lick her own ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm just trying to think of better cat metaphors. I should think of think of some more, shouldn't I? Um, she had a really she had a really sand papery, sand papery tongue.
1: <laughs> They've got really <laughs> gritty tongues, cats. Are. Um so they, so they get married and then as part of the celebration, uh, all the friends are there in the cafe. And then this woman comes over who is extremely cat like. So she's got like a hair done up like a little cat ears. Um she's, <laughs> almost too cat like. Like she's putting it on, like she's she's doing a cosplay or something. She's completely yeah. cated out and she, and she says something to um Irina, I think it's uh, Moya Sestra or something like that. Um yeah, yeah. and she she didn't know who this woman is, but she assumes, makes the jumps to the conclusion that this is another of her tribe. Another of her cat people, another Marmaluke, and um, then they go home. And then the point at which they're supposed to consummate the marriage, um, she's like, "Nah, <laughs> nah, tired, mate." And then she goes to, she goes into the bedroom, closes the door, and locks him out. And I think that's the first time we see um, a, like a literal block and separation in them as a couple. And, and this is the night of the wedding, so it's really not going to
2: go well from here. He's got to be. He's got to be absolutely fuming. Absolutely furious. Ready he's to burst. Like, <laughs> I am going to bloody have it. <laughs> Cat people getting in the way of my life all the time. Yeah. Was, poor Oliver Reed. Poor oh. Oliver Reed at this point. I mean, I know he ain't gone through a lot, of, a lot of shit in his life. He's had a pretty decent spell. Yeah. He says he says it himself. But uh, I do feel a bit sorry for him at this point because he is a lovely, he's a lovely bloke, isn't he? He's a lovely bloke.
1: Yeah. Uh, I was saying, it's kind of like he's, it's not really a, a bad person per, per se um, it just wasn't happy in his relationship and he wanted to get a divorce
0: um. head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott stream the new Hulu original limited series We Were the Lucky Ones with Joey King and Logan Lerman and Don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds.
1: Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? So, I mean, th- this pretty much sets the tone of the relationship from there on out. So, um, she, she, I think he convinces her to go see a psychiatrist. He's basically saying, look, you're not one of these cat people. You are insane. Like, so you've got to go see a psychiatrist. Your, your problems aren't reasonable.
2: Um, you're insane. Does she, like, she, she like explain? explicitly say that she thinks she's a cat person she sort of just say i'm worried that when we eventually be intimate together or we or we do something that i'm gonna be i don't know i'm
1: gonna turn into a cat person." well i don't Did think she say she, that? i can't remember that actually happened but she must have said something along the that uh effect because why would you say you need to see be psychiatrist because it's yeah. almost like um she just doesn't want to have sex because she's just um a little bit like worried about the whole thing and how it will happen. He's like, Well, you better go see a psychiatrist then. Sort that shit out. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, because I mean there's obviously a metaphor in there. Yeah. For, for for like uh something, you know what I mean? But she's like, I'm worried that if I have sex with you, I'll turn into an animal. And he's like, yeah. Good, good, yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, I am ready. Strap me in. Let's go.
1: Yeah. Um so she goes to see uh this psychiatrist. Who just tells her that it's just um all coming from a place of fear like a fear of um like opening yourself up to someone being uh, intimate with someone um and i think i think she comes up she comes away from that first meeting slightly open minded mm-hmm. if I can recall correctly um
2: yeah,
1: and then what happens is so but they still don't. They still don't get touchy. They still don't get touchy feely. Um, and then that, that's the point where we talk, spoke about earlier. Where thing is, Ed, Oliver's at work, and he's like, "I'm just unhappy. Just not very happy." Um, <laughs> and then his colleague Alice says, "I love you." She just, complica-
2: she just she just complicates the matter. Yeah. Um, for no good reason. He's like, "I'm unhappy," and she's like, "I see this. Is, this is my chance." Oliver, read about my own. You good yeah. old fashioned Americano man. And uh, I, I love you, and he's like, don't know what to do with that. Don't know what to do with that information, Alice. Yeah. What's wrong? With- then
1: he, but I can't remember how it comes out, but it comes out that he has confided in his work colleague about their marital problems, and um, she's like super embarrassed about. Yeah,
2: that. yeah. She just comes home one day, and he's there with her, and he's like, all right. And she, he's like, how, how did you get on at the old psychiatrist? Yeah, yeah, that's right. And yeah. she's like, what, you, what, what are you stitching me up for? She's right there. Oh yeah, I've been I've been chatting to her about everything. Yeah, she's my best friend. Lovely. And she's like I am fuming. Yeah. I am I am furious of you. Good Alice. Yeah.
1: Or whatever she says. She just turns around and says See you later. Yeah, um, turns around
2: and gives her a Ed button, then no, she doesn't do that. <laughs> um
1: so then we've got like the real sort of uh turn towards her separ- her separation, isolation from the rest of the group. There's definitely like a dynamic switch there where Alice and you can tell Oliver's starting to think. I think I prefer. I think I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to I, do this marriage thing anymore. I think I
2: prefer Alice because uh, she's not a cat person. <laughs> and uh, you know, I mean, I mean, Tinder will not around then. But I think <laughs> if it was, and he was swiping through, and he saw someone say, "I think I might be a cat person," not hundred percent sure, he wouldn't. He wouldn't get involved in that. Yeah, he'd be like, no, not interested. Is it swipe left or right when you don't want him? Uh, swipe right is when you want him I think Oh, okay so he would have swiped left he would have swiped left yeah I might have got that completely wrong but uh, <laughs> or have I or I'm a double bluff <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: or you've been swiping <laughs> been saying yes to the wrong people
2: yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I have witnessed videos of people just swiping constantly like that just not fussed just I'll have, <laughs> I'll have, any, I'll have anything anything as long as you've got arms and legs uh, they're doing wrong you they need
1: up. to get to the zoo
2: and start picking up women there. Picking up some chicks there. Exactly. Picking yeah. up chicks at the zoo. Right by, <laughs> right by the big cats. You're
1: going to have a shake um, and pick up some chicks
2: at the zoo. <laughs> in the gift shop. Yeah. That's where I do it. I do it in the gift shop. Because, you know, people are always in the gift shop thinking, oh, yeah. I'm not sure. And I just walk up to and go, do you want this uh, yeah. uh, zebra not... pencil topper? I'll buy it for you. <laughs> so uh,
1: it's not so much, can I buy you a drink?
2: Can I, can I buy you a rubber uh, donkey? Can I buy a rubber donkey? Or this, yeah. or this little tiny A6 notepad. Yeah. You know? It's four pounds fifty. It's got a picture of tiger on it. Yeah. Exactly. It's
1: furry. it's fairy. Uh yeah. um, it and a balloon. So this is the bit where so uh, Oliver goes to work, um he, he goes fine, you go if, off in your bedroom, I'm gonna um go after work. I've got some stuff to do. He goes to work, and then him and Alice end up going to this cool little cafe, very hip sort of cafe. Um and then um Hip hipsters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a couple of hipsters right there, um, <laughs> and um, Irina sees them through the window, and she pause, like... pause
2: at the window. No, she doesn't. <laughs> me she in. meows, she <laughs> meows at the window, and then they go to let her in, and she just runs off, and they go yeah. for God's sake, and then meowing again, let let her in, She's about to come in, yeah. then just turns and runs off. Oh, for, for,
1: for. Yeah, yeah. And so she doesn't do any of that. But she looks in the <laughs> window, she looks in the window and sees them like confiding and and, and talking and stuff, and she's like, right up. I'm. This is when the jealousy really takes over. So now her, her inner catness is starting to to come into play. Um. So then Alice is walking home through the park or wherever she goes. She's walking towards the bus stop, and this is like a really good scene. This is the bit where she's. Um. I actually didn't find it that scary when I watched it. Uh, the other night but i watched just that scene on youtube like before we started the podcast and it is pretty chilling like the music completely drops out and it's just the footsteps and there's two sets of footsteps and then one of the footsteps disappears which is um arenas and then you hear the growling and then the bus sort of like just hisses as it um as it pulls yeah. up And like it's a, it's a proper that's like a jump scare
2: yeah it was i mean it was it was a bit weird to sort of like have a jump scare it was a bit like "Whoa, Jesus yeah the yeah. bus just like hisses into place and then some bushes are sort of like swaying where it looks like the yeah the, 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 the cat person has possibly leapt up into them so that's pretty freaky yeah
1: Um yeah that, that, that's pretty cool and then at some point we have the um, the swimming pool scene I don't, I don't remember how we got to that scene um is she just still chasing her or something
2: uh no, I think it's just a different occasion.
1: Okay.
2: It's a different occasion where uh, uh I think that it's Alice, Oliver Reed and Arena go somewhere. They go to like a they go to like a museum or something. I think this is the next day. Yeah. And then and then and Alice and uh, Oliver Reed are having a lovely little chat and I think Arena's just like, I've had enough of this. I've had enough. I'm being Yeah. I'm being shunted out here, so she goes off in a huff. Yeah. Uh, well they
1: well they say something like, We're looking at this these uh, old boats or something old boat pictures um, <laughs> we're doing this so you might you might want to do something else so she goes home or apparently goes home
2: yeah but she doesn't she goes off and starts plotting what she's going to do next yeah because then Alice goes later in the day later that day goes to her apartment and goes down into the swimming pool which is lovely if you've got an apartment building you've got a lovely big swimming pool in the basement of your apartment building you're set I think you're sorted
1: yeah it's very cool um. So Irina goes in to follow her and then it's all dark and it's all ominous. And well,
2: yeah, because Alice goes. To, Alice turns the light off as she was as she was requested to by uh, the uh, someone at the desk. Yeah. Um. And as she's about to leave, she hears she hears some noises. She can hear some sort of growling, some sort of weird noise, and that's when you see the shadow of the cat person. Yeah. Coming down the stairs, but again, you don't see like a a perfect silhouette of a cat coming down the stairs. You kind of just see a Sort of a weird swooping sort of silhouette of something.
1: Well, there's um. So she's in. Alice jumps in the pool and she's like um, treading water, and like she's just looking at the shadows left and right, and just trying to see where the noises are coming from.
2: There's, there's a little doggy paddle, doesn't she, she? Does
1: yeah. Um, and <laughs> I think I think I read somewhere, or I might have been completely wrong. I think they create the effect of the, the shadows just by reflecting light in the pool water, and it sort of.
2: Created a sort of
1: warbling effect on the, uh, oh, and, right. and the shadows. I think so. I might...
2: there, there was definitely some sort of visual effect at this point. Almost yeah. like it was like a shadow, almost turning into a human form. But I mean, it was very, very loose. It was kind of like a big block shadow here, and it kind of just went like that. Yeah. That's kind of that's kind of all I got from yeah, that. Yeah. And then Arena just turns on the turns on the lights. Like, yeah, You've been yeah. punked. You've been punked.
1: Yeah. That's just me making noises, <laughs> and I was just reflecting yeah. stuff on the pool.
2: <laughs> is had a
1: bad mirror <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so then Alice is like terrified at that point. Um, she. Um, I mean, this is coming towards the end now, isn't it? Um, Oliver starts planning his divorce. He's Alice is like terrified of her. Um, yeah. What, what happens there? So and then
2: I think. This is when Dr. Judd goes to Alice. No, no, I think before this is where Oliver sort of tells Irina that he can't that, that oh, actually Irina speaks to Dr. Judd, finds out that he kind of gives her some advice and she she's like, You don't have to be afraid of this, you need to face it full head on or whatever. Mm. Um and then Arena sort of tells Oliver that she's no longer afraid, but then Oliver's like, Too late. Too late. Oh yeah, yeah. I am already in love with Alice. Um me and her are gonna run off to Vegas and get married. No, you don't say that. But uh Yeah. He pretty he pretty much says, I want a divorce um
1: and then Dr. Judd goes to
2: see her. Dr. Judd goes to see her and makes his move. He's like Which Look. is
1: weird, was he planning this all all the time when he said get a divorce? He, I, could I, really he could get
2: have been. That. He could have been, couldn't
1: he? The kiss kinda of came out of nowhere to me. He just leans in and kisses her.
2: Yeah, it was all yeah. He 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 came across as perhaps a tiny little bit creepy anyway. Yeah. I mean the man carries a sword around. He's not to be trusted. If you carry a sword around these days, you get done. Yeah, yeah. So if you carry a if you carry a samurai sword just like into the co op, the planet (laughs) bar's gonna get pressed.
1: Yeah. So Doctor Judd, he goes to see her. Um I think he's gonna I don't exactly know what his whole thing is here, but he ends up kissing her. Um, and then she turns into the cat monster. I think we've got some visual effects. Actual visual effects here. Because we have like cat demons spewing out of her mouth. Um, and then... She kills him. Um, she get, And then she runs away. Alice and Oliver arrive. And she runs past them. They see that Dr. Judd's dead. And then they follow Arena uh, to the zoo. Where she... She, oh, yeah, she opens the panther cage. That's right. There's a panther cage in the zoo. She opens the panther cage. The panther runs out, disappears, gets killed by a taxi. <laughs> and then um, and then she dies because she had the sword impaled in it. And then right at the end, we have... Um, it ends a little bit, like, abruptly, but, you know, all costs money. Um, <laughs> the guy, Oliver, says she was right all along. <laughs> like, something along those lines. Like, he says, oh, no, yeah, she was right. <laughs>
2: She was bloody right. After yeah. all this time, she was bloody right. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, yeah, but you never saw her turn into a cat person. So, yeah. Why would you do that? Yeah, there's, there's a bit before when they're still in the the apartment and, um, the cat when the cat's sort of like in the room and you can't again you don't really see anything and he sort of picks up a cross and he's like, in the name of God, please leave us alone. Yeah. Yeah. One thing, one thing I think we forgot to discuss is when, uh, the dead sheep turned up. Um at oh, the right. zoo. Yeah. Sheep at the zoo? I mean, pretty sh- knap, no. zoo, yeah. That's a pretty shit zoo. I mean he got a black panther yeah. and then he got sheep and then he got like just some earwigs. Did you see uh
1: Baf- <laughs> Baphomet was hiding in the sheep pen?
2: He was He was so small though that no one would have ever no one would ever noticed. Yeah. He would have just been
1: And then uh also the the sheep thing I remember there's like the the cat paw prints, wet
2: paw prints that turn
1: into uh human footprints yeah
2: yeah i mean that's pretty good that's a pretty good visual visual that sort of like shows you that there's a transformation without really needing to show it yeah 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 i mean that's that's pretty that's a pretty cool cool technique
1: i um so i mean i i think we've covered most of the actual story um i mean it's a fairly sort of straightforward story not so many characters and i think it's a lot more focused and Makes a lot more sense to me personally than um, the Devil Rides Out did.
2: Yeah, oh, it's, it's hard. To, it's hard to compare. I think we're only comparing yeah, yeah. because was they're both quite a few oh, decades, yeah. <laughs> yeah, quite yeah, a few decades yeah. old. But even that, it was like this. This 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 came twenty twenty like six years before. Yeah, it's That's a comparing
1: That's like comparing a, a film today with uh, Robocop. So, yeah, turning right, again, Robocop's <laughs> looking amazing. So. Can't yeah. compare it to the RoboCop,
2: mate. Grand but yeah, race. it's like comparing something to something from like 19, yeah, 90, yeah. What, 1991. It's like going, oh, the visual effects in this power trans, Transformers Revenge of the, Revenge of the Fallen. <laughs> uh yeah. in comparison to like, I don't know, Home Alone. Or was that 90. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, you should never <laughs> really compare Transformers of <laughs> Home Alone though. <laughs> S-
2: similar similar stories though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, like a forecast me- me- defense. So, yeah. Megatron is like uh is Harry and uh, Optimus Prime is Marv
1: <laughs> I wish they got those voice- girls to do the voices
2: <laughs> yeah
1: I was always really impressed that they got the guy who did uh, Optimus Prime's voice in the cartoons to do the voice in the films yeah, yeah so yeah. perfect like it's yeah, like such an it's iconic perfect. voice you can't really is that the it?
2: kind of thing that like a film would just not do as well so yeah, for them to actually yeah. do it is, is pretty sweet
1: yeah uh, so uh, shitty Pants moments and jump scares I think we discussed it during the the, the story itself that Luton bus moment, which is called a Luton bus now, where you have um, the ratcheting up of tension and then a hissing noise that isn't actually... So normally, I think they do it nowadays with like trains, like a subway mm. train or like pull-up. Um, yeah, exactly. And you'll go, oh shit, they're getting killed. Oh no, 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 it's just a train. Like that technique's done quite a lot, but it is, it is pretty damn effective.
2: It's effective, yeah, but it does it does feel a bit cheap sometimes, doesn't it? You feel like, oh Jesus! Now, Christ. Nowadays,
1: but like that, if that was the first, time oh yeah, did then it,
2: yeah. If it's done right, it feels good. It's just I think what I don't like nowadays is when you get these jump scare moments or these where it's just like a really shrill, like just really loud orchestral like strings yeah. or something where it just goes like, Hah! and you're like, yeah, ah, Jesus Christ!
1: Yeah, it just gets like your uh, startle response going rather than actually being creepy but this film is creepy as well i'll, I'll give it that um, yeah so when i think about like this film I, I i think it's about mainly about like marital insecurities so like um about yourself and like opening yourself up having sex and having physical contact with someone um about like faithfulness and cheating and that sort of thing um about whether you're a normal person or whether deep down you're uh cat (laughs) person
2: yeah Um, exactly it's just like about stuff like jealousy manifesting itself as something that turns you into a monster a monster i I do think like there's a whole thing where
1: she says look oliver i think i'm a cat person and then he says you need you're crazy and then at the end he goes oh no yeah yeah you were right like i think there's something there as well (laughs) like not just sort of because as, as a man, like you're constantly like, the logical, I'm just stereotyping it, but like, the logical <laughs> side of it, um, <laughs> like, um, and I think this is very much plays like against that, so uh, I, I like that, I like it it's saying, don't, man, you may be logical, but you uh,
2: are wrong as well sometimes, <laughs> I like it. I <laughs> reckon I'll tell that story when he's old, he'll just be like, uh, look, I used to have a, a woman, I was married to her, my first wife um she thought she was a cat person crazy wasn't it she was after all <laughs> the like end
1: a, like a tweet yeah i like it yeah, yeah, yeah like a tweet <laughs> married once turned out to be a cat person got it hashtag i
2: should i, I should have noticed i should have noticed there were all the signs were there yeah Little tray. You know? <laughs> Lit Lit tray, tray
1: but no pet cat wanted to go out
2: <laughs> <laughs> wanted to go out wouldn't go out wanted to come in Didn't wouldn't go. come in yeah uh, Sleeps she used to on go the the out in bed she used to go out into the garden uh, and scratch, just... the <laughs> scratch the tree bark. Scratch the tree. Meow at other cats constantly for hours. Yeah. Yeah, just did... fight if you're gonna fight, for God's sake. You did brush her ass against my leg when she wanted something. <laughs> he like he liked that there. Yeah, he did. He didn't think that was weird because he quite liked it. He was like, oh, <laughs> He's yeah. so, like starved Ooh, for oh, physical contact. He, he'd um... take anything. He'd he would take anything. The episode of Scrubs where um
1: uh, JD's star for attention and then he he pushes shoulders at someone and then he goes, Oh <laughs> 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 it's so funny. Um
2: exactly like that.
1: Okay, so dude, I've got some trivia. Last time was the first time you didn't get stuff right. There we go. So let's see how it goes. Um
2: I had a bad week.
1: So you know they they had all the budget problems with this with this film. Um towards the end of the, the shoot, they had two crews working at the same time. Uh one was doing uh the animal stuff and the other one was doing the, the, the people stuff. <laughs> I think mean, that's <laughs> Pretty shoddy, but no, that's that's true. What do you reckon? True or false? Yeah, true. True. That is true. One nil. Uh <laughs> one nil <laughs> There is actually a tribe of cat people in folklore, but they are Hungarian and not Serbian.
2: This sounds like something that would be false. Correct. False. I reckon I reckon that's that's a true statement, but um it's involved involving other countries or something.
1: Uh, I don't know. Because little... I know how
2: you try to get me, mate. Yeah. I know how you try to get me. So
1: Take Val... me for a mug. <laughs> Val Luton um, has a phobia of cats, but he also has a phobia of being touched by other humans. Does he? Well, uh, it's true or false. It's, true. It's you, isn't
2: it? True.
1: True. True, apparently. Apparently it's true. Um, okay, so supposedly a sequel was knocking around for the film... Uh, but instead of people turning into uh, cats, they, they turn into dogs. <laughs> when they're, <laughs> they're sexually around, they turn into dogs. And um, the film is going to be called um, Cat People too. This time they're dogs.
2: Doggy star. This time uh, the dogs,
1: was <laughs> <just> the uh, <laughs> tagline. <laughs> <laughs> Not cats anymore, this time they're dogs.
2: Uh, that's false, isn't it?
1: Well, let me finish. Oh. It, it's oh. Actually, <laughs> no, it's true. It's true, but the film is actually going to be called The Curse of the Cat People. And it was an actual film they brought out. So, what? <laughs> um, so I think you're fine, Ben. You got that one wrong.
2: Damn! Oh god, you got you really got me there.
1: <laughs> no, like, uh, we'll void that one because I did trick you when with the false title "Cat People." Let 2. me finish.
2: <laughs> yeah, I like that one. "Cat People 2. Doggy Style is
1: probably just as good. Doggy Style, yeah, yeah. I think I like this time. They're dogs.
2: <laughs> but, okay. this time. But this time. They're dogs. <laughs>
1: uh, uh, the film was in theaters for so long uh, that critics who bashed the film originally um, ended up rewriting their reviews favorably.
2: What? Because it was in there for so long? No, no,
1: no, no, Like, no, they had like enough chance to go watch it again.
2: Oh, to go watch it again? Uh, well, yeah. that's true.
1: True. Yeah, I think you got all those right. So you're back
2: on. Oh man, I am back on form. I'm on form. I am back in a game. So, uh, time to grade
1: the film. I know what I'm going to give it. Actually, I've just changed my mind a little bit just through this conversation we've had here. What, what are you going to give it?
2: I, 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 I'm going to ask you to. You always tell me, get me yeah, to answer yeah. first. Okay. I'm, going to get, I'm going to get you to answer.
1: Well, I was going to give it a B+, plus, but after learning more about the film itself and like uh, the way it's produced, about Val Luton and it's like it's put me a lot of these a lot of these scenes and uh, sequences in a in a better light for me so i'm going to give it an a minus and i and i do fancy watching it again i actually
2: yeah i I think i wouldn't mind seeing the remake as well i mean i'm sure the remake is nowhere near as good but i want to see if they've sexed it up i want to see you know if we get to see any sort of transformation an american werewolf in london style cat transformation i don't enjoy that'd be cool. Yeah.
1: Um.
2: So what what grade are you gonna give it? Um. B. B. <laughs> just just a B. I was gonna add a, I was gonna add a minus, but I think okay. uh, yeah. So that, I think that, I'll go for, I think I'll go for a B.
1: That averages out at B plus, right? That's so pretty good. A minus, B B plus. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's um it's super atmospheric, and I like that it's sort of um how horror mo- how these sort of horror things work. So a lot of horror movies are made in a similar way. They always seem to be constrained for budgets and they always seem to find a way to tell the story anyway. And it tends to be the ones that have no budget, that do things differently and like, a little bit more interestingly. And it's those, yeah. those films that are then copied and uh, so like, oh, all your slash effects did a very similar sort of thing. They didn't have the special effects so they did with what they had. And then they get sort of aped and, and turned into other things. And I feel like this film is like a good example of, of what that is. And uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think I have to
1: wholeheartedly agree with you there. So um, next time, next time on Horror Hangout. Next we, time on we're
2: Horror
1: We're going back to the future and we are watching, actually, uh, oh I want to say Day of the Dead. It is Day of the Dead, isn't it? Not Dawn of the Dead.
2: Day of the Dead we're watching, yeah, I believe. Okay, cool.
1: And um, we have a, a, a resident expert on. Did, did I tell yeah, you about that? I think I did we, tell yeah, we do. Yeah,
2: you did tell me. Yeah, we did, did tell me. We have the first official horror hangout guest. Yeah. Mr. Dominic Piddulph is going to come on. And uh, he, well, I
1: texted him yesterday and said, next up is Day of the Dead. He said, I've watched it twice since I asked him before or told him about the show. <laughs> So, so he's so so on it. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. It's going to be good. We haven't had these oh know we've had a sort of zombie film, the Deadites are sort of zombies.
2: Yeah, yeah. This is this is a more traditional. This is George Romero, isn't it? So uh... yeah. Are you excited? I'm always excited, Luke. <laughs> that's,
1: that's like I'm the always... end of the uh, the Avengers with the Hulk. That's my trick. I'm always excited. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, trying to, trying to, oh, that yeah. <laughs> was a really good, it, it was a really well timed transformation from the Hulk, there, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. he, trans, he transformed just in time to punch the old Chitari caterpillar on the on the nose. What if, like, he hadn't fully transformed and his hand was still Bruce Banner's hand and he went bang and he went, oh, bloody heck! Well, he'd just get angry,
1: wouldn't he? And he turned into broken,
2: broken fingers. Uh,
1: that I don't mean that, although it's a very Sort of cool moment in the Avengers film. Does it really make sense? Like, I'm just no. always angry, so
2: I'm always angry, which means I can transform at any point. But it doesn't make sense because they don't car- they don't carry on with that idea into Age of Ultron or into anything else. It's just never. It's
1: just there as a cool thing.
2: It's just there <laughs> as a cool thing because in Age of Ultron, it's really, really, it's really made out that he's not in control. Yeah. Also,
1: earlier in this, in that same Avengers film, he hulked out because he got angry. Yeah. So
2: well, maybe. Well, angry. maybe. He's, well, maybe he's saying like, I'm not in control of it, but I will. Like, it's really easy for me to turn into the Hulk, but it's not so uh, easy. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. not so easy for me to control it or, <laughs> or turn back yeah. into Bruce Banner, because well, we're gonna get Hulk in in Thor Ragnarok, aren't we? So we'll see what the hell happens with that. Yeah. yeah. Um. But he's supposed to be on Planet Hulk. Or no, no, we're doing not Planet Hulk. He's just on another planet fighting Thor, apparently, in in this one, in the, some sort of in some sort of gladiator type arena.
1: Yeah, I think I think it's. Well, this is off the topic of cat people, but I think it's. Um, I think they're going to probably do the planet the Planet Hulk storyline. No, sorry. Um, yeah, Planet Hulk, not World War Hulk, Planet Hulk storyline, but with the Thor Ragnarok storyline thrown yeah. in. Yeah. Um. Yeah, should be good. Anyway, uh, so this show is brought to you by the Story Studio Hawk and Cleaver. Head over to www.hawkandcleaver.com and grab a free book. Also become a patron for early access to episodes, bonus content, and heaps of free stuff at patreon.com forward slash hawkandcleaver. Thanks to that guy for doing the music. Bollocks. <laughs> I will find
2: out who that guy is. Oh, no. Uh, thanks this, to this for guy. for listening to the show. This guy listens every single week, and he's absolutely... He's yeah. angry. Livid. Um,
1: I'll find out. Uh, thanks to Acast for hosting the show thanks to the listeners if you enjoyed the show please consider giving me the 5 star rating review in iTunes remember to hit subscribe also search for Horror Hangout on Facebook if you're into this kind of thing and uh, join the little group we've got there and uh, thanks to my co-host Mr. Ben Errington for being a real horror dude thanks Ben
2: thanks Luke <laughs> thanks Ben cheers cheers guys Aww.